It's an interesting when you start looking at like how this the psychology of the shit works. It's like once it gets to this level, it stops being about the thing which is just all organized around, and it starts being about the the, um, the, the, the all the kind of uh, barnacles that are on the thing that you're talking about, right? So when it comes to like music, you know, it stops being about like actually playing an instrument or like listening to the songs. It's about like who said this, who did what, you know, like what clothes they wear, and all, a lot mm -hmm. of the gossip and energy and stuff that goes on the space is all about the internal politics rather than the actual uh, object of, of organization, right? Or, or focal point of this whole kind of stuff. You see the shit in Bitcoin, like totally, you know, like- Oh yeah. Hey everybody, this is the High Hash Rate Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Dan. And this podcast is just two plebs getting high and talking about Bitcoin, life, and the absurdity of the fiat world. Our guests don't necessarily get high with us, and you don't have to either. But it helps. All right, everybody, this is High Hash Rate. Uh, another episode, great episode, uh, because of, you know, here we go. This is the, the start, is how it happens. Um, tonight we have, or tonight, we have Rachel on. <laughs> I think I need another one, guys. <laughs> Dude, you, you really do. Like, you fucking, when you hit that record, man, you, you change. <laughs> it's crazy, right? It's mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. right. Hey, everybody, this is High Ash Rate. Hey, no, yeah, that's the problem. It's I can't do it like that. Just be All yourself, right. man. Just You're be right. yourself. You're right. Hey, this is High Hash Rate. Today we got Rigel on. I'm done talking. Dan, how you doing? Rigel, well, how you doing? What's going on? Uh, Rigel, <laughs> thanks, Mike. Thanks for the, the great lead-in. But yeah, Rigel's our, uh, our colleague. So like this whole thing, this whole fucking idea started because we were smoking beach weed down in El Salvador together. And just talk. I mean, remember we played some like video game that we we're playing at that villa that was a cool game. at Garden, that was right? A cool game. And then I still show to this day that video that Rigel showed us. It's like these. It's like this cartoon. It almost looks like the same animators as Rick and Morty, and uh, and it's just like this crazy Australian cartoon. I'm not even gonna go into what they were talking about, but <laughs> I've shown a lot of people that it was good. I got a lot more where that comes from, man. Yeah. Yeah. So Rigel works with us, Swan. Uh, He's a software engineer there. So I don't know, you introduce yourself however you want. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm a software engineer at Swan. Uh, I got my like, Bitcoin story and I got all my other kind of stories. So I guess I'll kind of do it chronologically. So um, I know career background, like, um, well, straight out, more or less straight out of school. I was a cop for 10 years, so I did that, did like fucking everything in the whole of like South Auckland, which is kind of the, big bad rough part of New Zealand where I'm from um to there for 10 years um and uh left that on 10 years and a day did some pretty crazy stuff there last thing I did was like the the um kind of secret service where well, I come on the secret service so for the uh, prime minister you know they had a state bodyguard there so I did all such shit like that never really intended to do that because you know while I was doing it at the same time like the other thing I did for most of the 20s, 30s, played in like this crazy death metal band and two around the world and that kind of stuff. I was just going to show you guys this video when we did this um, game. Like, uh, I almost lost my job over that because it became like a massive news story. Oh, wow. Um, that some journalist tried to like turn to some beat up kind of story and shit like that. So, got a big family news. Anyway, so I did that up until like mid 30s. Didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. Just want to get the fuck out of there because I, I never planned to do that my whole life, you know. Um, and uh, so then I moved on to like 
doing some like education stuff or like I was running a course where um, if you're on welfare and you want to start a business, I like train these guys for eight weeks about how to write a business plan and how to get their product to market fit, basics about marketing, um, to most CC degree accounting and things like that. And then, um, you know, they, they do it right and they get like uh, 10, 15 grand of the New Zealand government to start their business. So I did that for a couple of years. Got into Bitcoin slightly prior to that, um, end of 2014, uh, like very fortunately, like right at the fucking bottom of the, the bear market, wow. about a pure nice. coincidence. Not, not quite, like maybe 400, 600 bucks or something. You know, so August, no, August, October 2014, I think was when I was going to. And what got me into it Road? was, yeah, yeah, it was the Silk oh, okay. stuff, yeah. right? Because like I read about Bitcoin, I thought, oh, it's just some fucking nerd shit, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, but uh, what interested me was I read, like it was reading one of the, this is like when Ross Ulbrich was getting sentenced or something, I think. And yeah, I never really yeah. followed the Silk Road thing, but like I read about it, I was like, holy shit, man. Cause you know, like I still don't think people kind of get like, you know, what I got there and if you're based on like what I've done for work and stuff, it's like, man, this thing going for like a couple of years and the FBI and everyone else couldn't shut it down. This is some pretty serious kind of weapons grade sort of money, right? You know what I mean? Well, fit right. for like a very hostile environment, right? That. So that's what got me into it. And, you know, so I started, you know, I was actually, initially I was really interested in the dark net. So I got on there and like had a look around yeah. and, you know, bought some fucking crazy drugs that you can't buy in New Zealand, uh, like DMT and shit like that, which, you know, nice. you'd never be able to get your hands on. Um, so it did that. And of course, you know, I learned about Bitcoin as part of the process because that's the thing that funded it. And then, you know, as soon as I got it, I was like, holy shit, you know, this is like, this is so me, this, 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 you know, money, you know. And so, you know, I don't really get it from, it's, it's weird to me nowadays, like people see it as this really economic, you know, like hard money, yeah. you know, they're talking about right. like Mises and Austrian economics and shit like that. And to me, it was absolutely not like that at all. It was like, I mean, you know, hey, that, I certainly looked at the chart and thought, hey, man, if we got back to $1,000, this would be really fucking good but it was more like the fact that it was like money that i could actually control and own this right and you know and you know could do all this crazy shit with it you know to me was um what really attracted me to it and so um yeah it's like money for outlaws or yeah you know it's just just i i don't know man it just it just clicked right you know i don't think i need to get like more philosophical or right, right. elaborate more on that right you know you find that thing it's like the music you listen to or you know the clothes you like right it's just there's just a thing, right? You're like, this is the vibe. It's just, just your vibe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. So, um, so yeah, that, that's how I got into Bitcoin. Um, and forward from there, you know, uh, 2017 happened. Holy shit, I got a hell of a lot of money. And, and what am I going to do? So, you know, I thought, well, I spent all my time reading about this shit I have done for the last, you know, ever since I got into it, I was getting more and more into it. So, um, sold a bunch of, bought a bunch of trees and ledgers and resold them doubled my money out of that which was like i wouldn't have believed it all in new zealand you could do that but but you sold them all in about a month and then 2018 the starting of 2018 and the whole thing died so i got all this money i'm like well i could take this as income and pay taxes on it or i could try and write up some business expense so i thought well you know obviously selling hybrid wallets is not a long-term model let's go to some conferences and see what's out there so i went to a ton of them um and uh you know kind of uh decided realized there's nothing <laughs> at all where i could use my skills yet but <laughs> uh that the um that like it was much easier to be a software developer you know than than i would have thought it would you would be right you know Definitely. easier to you know and and well not like you know i just thought you had to be some fucking computer genius right no you know, not at all like um, 
that the conference that really made me think this was uh, building on Bitcoin in 2018. And that's when Wasabi and BTC Pay server got launched. And I was like, man, well, these guys are, you know, obviously they're good developers, but they're not like super geniuses. But that the, the interesting shit is happening on the app layer, right? Not fucking the stuff that Luke Dasher or Rube Maxwell or whatever, you know. Right. So started coding, did a started a boot camp, like as soon as I got back from that course and then managed to bullshit my way into my first job in exchange about like seven months later, did Jimmy Zong's course at the end of 2018 just for that. Fast forward three years, two years, whatever it was, um, uh, mid-2021, saw Jan post in the uh, the Jimmy songs and the, the Pro Blockchain thing, they got like a private telegram group. He posted on there, um, you know, like, hey, we're looking for some software developers. I thought, fuck yeah, you know, get out of the place where I'm working, which, you know, was not so ideologically aligned to what I believe about the space. And, uh, you know, here we are. So, right. sorry, long, it's a whole life right. story. So, <laughs> no, that's a good, so a good way to summarize that is that you've got a lot of, you've got a wide variety of experience you've done a lot of different things and you you wanted to get into bitcoin so you got into coding uh, developing that's kind of what i didn't do it i didn't get into developing for bitcoin but it was just kind of one of those things where i had a kind of a, a diverse background and i didn't know what i wanted to do coding seemed like the best way to get like a job or i could kind of do whatever i wanted didn't have to wear a tie to work didn't have to like necessarily even go to an office it was just kind of a good i can do this wherever i'm at which kind of leads me into one of the things that you're good at, you're a good writer and you've written a lot for like Bitcoin magazine and other publications. I don't, you know, you might want to list your uh, bylines, but recently you wrote one for Bitcoin magazine about uh, Bitcoin succeeding because it is the, it is fundamentally like the human spirit. Right. And something that we've actually talked about on the show is that, you know, on the theme of the blockchain being the layer one kind of being the temp, or, yeah, the temporal layer, the time layer, and then the spatial layer being layer two. We talked about like it becomes like your node is kind of your just interaction with the network, and your node just like an extension of you. And lightning or layer two becomes like this marketplace, and like we are the nodes as well as our node being our node. But like that's how we're interacting. We can go anywhere in the world. We've got eventually it'll probably boil down to something that we can put on our phone or some other device when they, you know, maybe a decade from now, but it's still early for that. But eventually that will be how we interact with everybody. That'll be, you know, it's human nature, the market, the exchange of goods, exchange of ideas, commerce, that's human nature. Like as a community, we've come together. That's what we do. So that's how I think about like layer two and Bitcoin. So when I read your piece, I started to put it together. I was like, okay, this is kind of the same vibe that I'm on put in a little bit more eloquent way so if you want to talk a bit more about what you wrote there and what you're talking about there uh we'd like to hear yeah that. yeah well thanks man for for a start thanks for the 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 praise i mean that and the one right before that like fuck man it's it, man you think that the writing stuff's easy right and you look at like the length of both those like like five pages and um yeah it was no joke so whatever but 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 yeah i mean you, you, it doesn't look that long when you read it right but when you're writing holy shit dude like the second one they told me like honestly no no shit like six months you know just it wasn't like six months every day but like, yeah. it was a lot of days sitting there i think the, just like going in circles and shit you know like yeah i think the day that i met you the first day that i met you you came over to machanti and el salvador and you were talking about like yeah i'm like you're racking your brain like you're having writer's block you're trying to finish this article and so i remember that as part of the process I can attest. Yeah, to yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 fucking hard shit to do. You know, I want to do some more, but man, it's when you start doing it, it makes you realize. I mean, I, I want to do this because, like, you know, I had these arguments, and I finally I'm the guy that can do this, right? You know, the reply guys on Twitter, right? They say something like, "Read this," and they just post this article, and yeah, know, it's like yeah. the ultimate, like, "fuck you," right? You know, yeah. So, um, so, so part partly it was there, and and you know, when you're having these conversations, right? When you you know you start getting deep into this kind of stuff, it's a conversation with people or whatever, and you start explaining it. Um, and you think you got these cool ideas you want to get out, and then you got to try and write something like this, and you realize, man, I'm I'm not as smart at all as I thought I was about explaining this, right? Like, like this is way harder to articulate in a clear way. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, it, it, to me, it, it's a, it's it was like a cool process to go through for that. But to return to your question and and what you're doing, you know, this is what kind of helped me unpack that. Is like the the best way I ever heard this explained is, uh, you know, Eric Voskiel wrote, um, you know. Uh, um, the Bitcoin, you know, the little Bitcoin um, software package we took over from Miyataki, where crypto economics. Oh. Yep. Um, like he put it the best way, and I can't remember some Twitter thread I was reading. Um, this was would have been like 2018 about like how someone was talking about nodes and, and software, and he said like fundamentally, you know, like the ultimate thing that comes down to is like that you know a, a node is nothing if there is not a person to run it, right? You know, if someone right. does not switch on the node. Does not keep the node running if it like right. when the power goes out or something, or you know, does not like upgrade the computer when the computer dies or whatever it is, right? So ultimately, you know, that the code is the code, but what is important is the individual that presses the button, presses start, presses stop. And if you really want to, you know, then you start getting down the rabbit hole of well, you know, look at things like Sigwit um or Node2X and and shit like that, like um. You know, mm-hmm. there, there are some, intel- you know, there are some also some thoughts about the way that Bitcoin is used that have fundamental repercussions beyond yourself, you know, then, and, 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 um, and aggregate with other people create what Bitcoin is, right? And maybe if you go like to the Bcash thing, right? Um, or, you know, Sigma 2 actually is probably a better idea. Um, you know, if, if people had hard forked onto the other one, what Bitcoin is now would be something not fundamentally different, but different than what are, you know, relatively strongly different than right. it is now, right? And so, you know, what I want to explore in that and that article in the previous article is this idea of like how, you know, like, like Bitcoin is not, you know, it's an emerging consensus, right? It's not just like some shit on GitHub that, that like this is the code and this is what it is. It's like how Bitcoin is run and used. Uh, right. So, yeah, the reality of what Bitcoin means. So. Right. So even like Segway 2X or, you know, the upcoming BIP 119 controversy and, oh, we're going to software is this going to work. Every, every, there's people running nodes that have, uh, versions, you know, I don't, I, I can't get through the semantic versioning right now, but you know, so from something that was used in 2015, um, or you've got somebody who didn't upgrade Taproot, or you got somebody who just has a different, they're running a different version of the software, but it's still compatible. But that's like a way that people are expressing themselves. It's the same, mm-hmm. similar to like how people use uh, security, like the way people are, are insist on using Whirlpool or Coin Joins, or they use, you know different types of multi-sigs or just use like a seed signing device that that is a way that somebody's expressing themselves and who they are through interacting with the network so when you're saying like these no every every person's different on a node it's like every there's all these different varieties of ways of expressing yourself through your interaction with the network and that and you're you can only communicate some t- people you can't communicate with because they're um maybe they're not running the same version and there might be little mm-hmm. intricacies there, you know? But I mean, the other thing that's like interesting about that, right, is like you can't go too 
too crazy, right? Otherwise, you're going to fuck yourself sure. off, right? You sure. Know, if you're running, if you're not accepting the longest chain, you know, and this is where, yeah, to some degree, the miners do kind of call the shots about this, where whereby, um, you know, if you uh, are not what your network rules are, um, are not linking onto the longest chain, well, you know, you, you're just going to fork off from everyone else, or you're going to keep reverting back onto onto the longest chain, right? So, so it's a, an interesting thing too, in that, like, yeah, you can express yourself freely or whatever, you can run whatever code mm -hmm, you want, mm -hmm. but it's got to be in sync with everyone to a certain right. degree in the ways that matter, right? You know, so there's like ton of like crazy um, sociological shit to unpack there about like you you know there's the, maybe there's an edge from being different but maybe uh, it's it's not like it in say art where there's an edge of being just different enough right just sure, enough sure. at the right moment that doesn't really exist in bitcoin but um there is a degree of freedom but also once you step too far out that from the you know from the the, the masses if you like or the the group then, uh, then you know you 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 are running a completely separate sort of thing, right? So it's an interesting interesting analogy about like, and I see a lot of ones in the social layer of Bitcoin too, of like, you know, if you get two out there, you know, you start saying like, uh, BitCloud yeah. is an interesting experiment, yeah. right? You know what I mean? You, what is it? You're gonna yeah. start like forking yourself off the off the group, right? You can only push it so far outside of like the uh, you know, the, the general Overton window about like what what Bitcoin is and how it works. And like, right. you know, at the time I've been in Bitcoin, like, you know, I've seen it, this, this thing change. And like, you know, when I first got on, I remember like Roger Ver's like saying instant free payments, right? You know, and that's was the narrative, you know, it was like right. instant free payments was, and fuck all people talking about like the, the hardness of the money or, you know, that yeah. has this kind of these qualities, right? And the narrative now has totally shifted to, to this, yeah. right? And if you talk to anyone who's come in in the last, you know, two, three years, this is totally what they... What they say it is but you know like i i kind of saw this like emerge right 2018 for 2018 like maximalism wasn't really a thing mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it, it wasn't like a, a thing like the mob mentality yeah 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 well that just like the clear defined idea of like what it oh, is yeah. and how it's different and all these kind of things mm -hmm. like you know, like bitstein and and pierre richard written some stuff in the nakamoto institute but right. you know like it was on bitcoin talk no one was really referencing that at the time and you know there's a lot of you know, things, whereas, you know, I, I certainly 2018, like that's had become like a real case of social idea, which is super interesting as well about how that has affected many things beyond, you know, just the idea of like what Bitcoin maximalism is, right? Right. So it, I, one of the parallels that I talk about a lot and I see a lot is uh, the parallel, like a back again, back to this is like human nature um, is religion, right? You've got the oldest what's the oldest tradition right orthodox or whatever you got the catholic church and that's the oldest chain right in religion you go back you got the doctrine you've got the orthodoxy and then you've got the different denominations that split off that are forking off and there's some that there's some differences like in the church or you know a church um that is totally within bounds and you're close enough that you still get to show up on sunday or whatever your day is and you're still accepted but if you you go and you pound the the thesis on the door of the church right like you're like this is the new rules this is what we're doing we're not in consensus anymore right you're splitting off and like some people who interpret how they think the uh you know the network should be run they go one way and the people who think the network should be run this way they go the other way so it's that's the one i see like is and i 
you see it on like Twitter a lot too. Like people, it's like a religious fervor. It's fun sometimes to just like dunk on people and like go, cause you know, you'll get a lot of engagement for posting something, but these, some of these guys, like they get really pissed and like, they'll want to fight each other, try to meet each other outside of the, outside of the, the convention center in Miami. It's like, dude, calm down. Like, they're memes. It, it, man, you know, like to me, the, the, the most interesting shit about the space is the, the um, kind of, uh, similarities i see with like music right so you know like oh, yeah. uh, you know then how many like six albums you know done done played maybe 100 and, no no maybe 80 80 something countries i think like like a good number you know what i mean what did you play? like uh like, like play? bass and like and like horrible uh, i will call it vocals right rather than singing <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have do you have any music to do you have any like a spotify oh, totally, library totally oh. totally yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, well you have to uh, share that <laughs> yeah uh i'll what i check in the show notes or some shit oh, yeah, there we anyway go. like it's it's like it's like crazy death notes sort of stuff right we're not like you know like sure. some famous band or whatever but you know we got a little thing Whatever. and we gotta you go travel. taste of that kind of stuff right and and it's got its own like what's more interesting is like it's a really strong subculture right so like and there it's funny because i was just like talking to a friend of mine about this uh like uh, last week so she's like um she's like a chick who's um uh, she's like married to a really good friend of mine she's like a super successful uh chemist um she works for like i think it's Bayer, i think doing some like crazy mm. crazily high level shit there um but she's like been into bitcoin since 2016 17 and she like really wants to get involved and so she's asking me like how do i get space and stuff and i was like well you know it's not that good a match to your skills right you know you obviously got some like super high level management but it's not like there's a direct fit over right but i said look you know i just come to the conferences and what you'll see is this shit is exactly like middle where <laughs> you know it's its own little subculture with its own little right. kind of like nerdy fucking uh in in jokes and memes and and ways of dressing and social signals that like an outsider wouldn't understand at all right we're all like ah you know turning up on those the normies and, yeah. and there's all these little factions within it right you know i think i'm cool than you because I do this thing, or I, you know, have this way, or I dress this way. I was here back at the start, and you guys were all. You I know, only have non KYC sats, yeah. <laughs> and to me, it's just it's just hilarious of like um, how you know how like this is just the same social shit playing mm-hmm. out, like like over and over in a, in a different right. lens, right, in different clothing. But also like how to me, I'm very cognizant of like a lot of these people are relatively certainly from my background they're pretty normal people right and this mm-hmm. is the first time they've ever been in any mm-hmm. kind of like weird in group right you know where it's like it is mm-hmm. so the, the lore and the culture is so deep and tied up right you know it's like it's pretty hard to for an outsider to even get in right you know so uh, like i said to her it's like um I mean, do you, you guys probably wouldn't even know any of the bands like that I would consider to be like contemporaries of like what we do, but I was saying here, like, you know, if you, if you, if you think you're going to like, you know, if you come along to one of these things and you start talking about where you're at, it's like, you're saying like, you're rocking up at this like death metal show and saying, Hey guys, what about Metallica, man? They're pretty hard out. Right? You know what I mean? It's like, it's just this whole uh, yeah. inertia that you've got to learn. Right. And mm-hmm. when things start getting inside themselves, this is just to sort of right get too far on this tangent but like um this is something i think i'm probably going to talk about this honey badger stuff it's like it's an interesting we start looking at like how this the psychology of the shit works is like once it gets to this level it stops being about the thing which this is all organized around and it starts being about the the um 
the, the, all the kind of uh, barnacles that are on the thing that you're talking about, right? So when it comes to like music, you know, it stops being about like actually playing an instrument or like listen to the songs. It's about like, who said this, who did what, you know, like who, what clothes they wear and all, a lot mm -hmm. of the gossip and energy and stuff that goes on in the space is all about the internal politics rather than the actual uh, object of, of organization, right? Or, or focal point of this whole kind of stuff. And you see the shit in Bitcoin, like totally, you know, like oh, yeah. gets to all this other stuff, which has got nothing to do with Bitcoin. And there's a lot of people in the space, I think, who like are getting a lot of energy and prominence that really don't fucking know anything about Bitcoin at all. But that's just, they're, they're important because they were the guy who did this thing to this other guy in Bitcoin, or they had this other, you know what I mean? Like their, their actual right. relation to the technology is, is, is little, but you it's, know, they've got this kind of social element, right? You know, which it's just fascinating to me because the shit is, you can understand with music, but with technology, you think it'd be different, but no. Yeah. You got like some guy who steps in he's like, he's been disrespecting seed oils for five years. You now he's like a, a Bitcoin hero. The guy, the guy probably owns 0.01 Bitcoin. He's got it on his cash app. He's like, all right, I'm a celebrity now. Or like everybody got mad at that Zuby guy, like the, you know, he's like a, some hip hop guy from, from the UK and he went on Joe Rogan a bunch of times. So he, he was at the conference. Right. And then he likes Bitcoin. It's all right. He's, he's supportive of it, but you know, he said something, I think he tweeted something about Bitcoin cash like a year and a half ago and people swarmed on him and like took him down. It's like the dude was never a Bitcoiner. Like he doesn't care. He's just, you know, he's just promoting something. I, I but just then, think but like, like, I mean, it's like, it was a hero. They disappointed that, tons that of guy, people. That guy kind of, I mean, that guy kind of knows a little bit better, but at the same time, right. I think a lot of these guys that, you know, they just don't even understand and cross this like mortal line in the sand, right? Where all of a sudden right. you're, right. You're, you're the fucking scum of the earth, right? They don't even know the line's there, right? They're just like stumbling around. Right. You know? And I wouldn't quite exactly. put them in that category, right? But I think there's a lot of people in this space who do that, you know, right? And, you know, it comes back to the, again, you know, I, I relate to the music shit because that's what I understand really, 100%. really well, right? You know? But it's, I'm sure it's the same for many other things like sports or whatever, where you know, the, the outsider has this idea of what it's about, but you can, it's the, the, the subculture of it and all the, the complexities are so thick, right? You just can't get right. shit without being in it for a long amount of time or like, you know, being married or going out with someone who like sure. can give you all the ends, right? You know what I mean? I having like a really good buddy, you know? Totally. Yeah. And it's like, uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. I, was, I had a good thought. This happens sometimes. Oh no, yeah, no. So it's interesting, right? It's interesting to uh, to see the people who kind of project their own um, frustrations in life on shitcoiners, like where it's like somebody, it's like you know, I got a buddy into Bitcoin. You know, he, a few months later, he comes and tells me he bought some Ethereum. I fucking cut him off. He's never, he's never coming to my house again. He's never going to see my kids again. A fucking shitcoiner. He's out. It's like, bro, like, it's. <laughs> you don't gotta it's not that serious um but yeah like people people do that right like they, they kind of oh yeah totally. like they project their frustrations on you know this is an attack on bitcoin no it's just your buddies your buddy just gamble a little bit who cares there's a there's a lot of different personalities in this space that you could really sort of attach a lot of you know identities to someone should make a show about this fucking space <laughs> You know what I mean? Right, exactly. It'd be a it's great Netflix, man. It's but totally, I'm, telling, I'm surprised. I'm actually, we're we're designing one. To be honest, we're like uh, we're we've been writing stuff that sort of matches. Have them. you have you seen the 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 Bitcoin like kind of it's a kind of a Bitcoin and crypto video that comedian Ryan Long and Danny Jokes or whatever that they did. I'll send it to you guys later. It's really good. They're like interrogating some guy who was like bearish at a party, 
And so these guys are like fairly, um, they're, they're, they're fairly famous, like New York stand-up comics in the United States. Like they're almost mainstream and they're not hardcore into Bitcoin or anything, but you can tell through that video, this joke that they make that they really understand it pretty well. And they kind of capture like all the different personalities and like people who are like, really like Elon Musk. It's really good. I'll send it to you. But like you were saying, it's kind of, it's getting to the point where there's a, the culture is big enough and diverse enough where you could, you could have some sort of like shows or, or shorts or videos to really capture it. Yeah. I think, I think we're writing one. It's a uh, Brecky and I, we're thinking about doing it sort of in a Portlandia style. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Uh, thing. So we have a few scripts that we have to shoot soon, but. Um, it's some, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a, it's such important work to do that kind of shit, I reckon, because like, to be honest, like Bitcoin culture is kind of like, I'm not saying culture, but like I'm talking about like the art expressions are pretty embarrassing, really, when you think about yes. like how significant this thing is. And uh, yeah, like, don't get me wrong, there's some fucking killer art out there. But when you consider how big this is, right, and how it's like just cheesy shit still gets thrown around, it's kind of leaps and bounds, I think, in the last two or three years. But, sure. you know, when you consider how profound this is, right, there should be some, like, really depth of all sorts of expressions on it. And, you know, and when I was saying before, it's like when it gets to this level of social complexity, things start turning it on themselves. And then, you know, it's about being like, you know, I guarantee you, you're going to see this shit at some point. Like, po I'm a post-maximalist, right? You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like moved on or I'm like a different level of, you know, like, you're going to see all this now. kind of stuff coming out, right? And it's just such fertile ground for art, right? When you have this ability to reflect on yourself and, mm -hmm. and interpret it in certain ways. And, and, and also that implies like ability to recognize common, like social metrics or boundaries around which you can orientate yourself or, you know, be above totally. or below or whatever, you know what I mean? And I think we're, we're well past that point now. And it's something where, you know, you could write this show oceans and like, you know, um, if you do like a really, really good job, there's a massive amount of, you know, much more growing amount of people where this is the most fucking, this is the focal point of life, right? That's all they think about, all they talk about, right? And so, you know, it has a real ability to, to really, um, you know, the hard thing with, with art, especially these days, right? With, you know, the way things have got with like um, streaming and downloading and everything. It's like the hardest thing is just getting some momentum and getting that spark going, right? And that's what you need is like that kind of like right. initial kind of cult following or like diehard guys who are going to like really pump it and then once you got that ball rolling it's easy to, to get it but it's getting that ball wrong it's a hard thing right be you in a be a band be you a, a, a visual artist be you in film whatever you know it's just hard to get that momentum so i think it's like man it's, it's such a brilliant idea and 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 such such a fertile space like i really hope you guys kick it off because man i just love some more of this we're doing it with memes right memes are put of art right you know where you can oh, there's some real complexity that I'm talking about comes out through memes, but there's a whole totally. level of richness and, and coolness that you pull out through like doing like a, a 30 minute fucking, um, you know, uh, film shot or series or, you know, whatever it's going to be. Right. You know, and that's, and, and, and it's just, it's just such, I mean, I think this is what guys like Taylor recognize, right. Where, I mean, I'm sure like he, the money is part of it, but you can tell that dude isn't, he could just bought the Bitcoin and pissed off right into the, into mm -hmm. the darkness. But that guy likes likes the attention. He wants to be right? part you know, of the culture. Likes, yes. Yeah, yeah. He likes. He's he a, likes. He's, but he, he's obviously a character totally. inside the show. Obviously. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to be a sailor, right? He's like the you know yeah he's like the he's 
the crypto billionaire or the Bitcoin billionaire. He's got that unique aspect to him. Like there's going to be billionaires that come after like the guy from Mexico. Everybody has to say every time they introduce him, the third richest guy in Mexico. But, uh, but yeah. And like, and people, some of the stuff that's starting to come out, right. That's satire or something like, even if it's Saturday night live or like the video I was talking about, there's like some satire to it and people get like really upset and you'll read the comments. People are, are screaming at them in the comments. And it's like, no, you don't get it. If they're satire and they're, they're imitating you like that's, you made it like they're, that's what they do. They, they, they make comedy from that. So there's, there's going to be more of that happening. And there's the people who are mad about it, they're going to respond and yeah. it'll be like almost a competition of, of art creation. Sure. And hopefully that's what's kicked off. Maybe that'll happen. The one that like blew my mind was, um, do you guys see the key and peel one? The connect key and peel thing. I I I do, but I don't remember it. I mean, I, Dude, I like I remember that. I'll look it That connect was like happened the day it happened, and everyone on Twitter like was like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, like this is like next level shit. And then like, but to see that like months later, like two months later, and key and peel like them like it's like whoa, man, this is like. I mean, like, like you see it, like Bitcoin's getting big. You see that, you know, the dollar value of your portfolio going up or whatever. But it's a whole other thing. I think when you see like something like they're like done a whole like segment that's referencing in jokes about something which, you know, you thought only you knew about, you know, and then now it's some much right, bigger, right, you know, exactly. thing, part of society, right? You know, and so I think like, again, you know, if you can, if you can, well, A, if you can get in early, um, you know, you've got a chance to like, you know, make that impression to be that kind of that art that everyone remembers and, and shapes things from here to come. But also like, here's another really interesting thing I see now I'm starting to do like um, write some articles. It's like, man, there's a lot of, you see this fucking so many times, something a lot of these influences that you see in like Bitcoin fit into this thing as well of like, they're um, great example. Yeah. This, I saw this the other day was, um, you know, they had that rapper dude on Rogan. Right. And he's like he's yeah. talking about, I didn't see the clip, but you know, I'm saying some shit about Bitcoin and, they're like, oh, Joe Rogan's been orange pill. And it's like, dude, he had Andreas and Tom Offless on his fucking podcast. I know. 2015, right. 14 or something like He got orange pill a fucking long time ago, dude. Right. But these people don't know, right? You know, and you think like of all the things, most people, you know, that you think about the demographic that's many into Bitcoin, like, you know, fucking white dudes in their 20s, you know, <laughs> they're going to go and type in Joe Rogan Bitcoin. That's probably one of the fucking first things they're going to do when they're looking at this. You think they, they would have come across this, but obviously like a large amount of people haven't. And just goes to show when it comes to the art and, and the, the the social side, I think there's like somewhat of an eternal cycle, or not an eternal, but like there's a lot longer than people think of like, you know, like I, I've been tempted to do this a few times. Like, man, I should just go and like take an Andreas Antonopoulos fucking article and just like, like pretty much just like change a few words around and mm -hmm. post his mind. And like okay. you get like massive, yeah, everyone be like, wow, this is amazing and whatever. Right. And, and you know, most people wouldn't wouldn't even know, you know what I mean? And so I think like when it comes to the art stuff, it's like you can be, and I've seen this totally with music as well, you know, of like you can be the person that does the starts a new revolution, but you start it like, you know, five years too early and you're just forgotten forever, right? You know. And exactly. there's definitely an element of being in the right place in the right time, right? And I guess the only way you fix that is like just iterate, 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 right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's still early enough where, you know, people, I think, remember and respect to some degree, you know, in, qu in quote marks, uh, you know, like that you are there in the day and, they, you know, it's still not going to get lost in the wash. So, I mean, I think when it comes to like the shit you're doing, Ocean's like, man, this, you know, still super early days. I mean, it's really probably the first you know, like, like it would be the Bitcoin kind of series, right? Where it's not like a documentary or whatever. It's like here we're taking like creating a piece of art with Bitcoin as the focal point in the, you know, in the, the cinema 
semi-liturgical realm. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe it is. It's super important to spread that message and a, a great way to do it. You know, the most of the things I'm doing throughout the day is all video. I'm just consuming, consuming, consuming video and and images all day long. So um, it makes a lot of sense to uh, to sort of speak to that get that message out there through that that style for me right, so like you're 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 what you're doing is similar to what a lot of us on on twitter or on social media have captured with like the meme fucking the effectiveness of communicating through memes i mean that you're doing that on a bigger more complex scale with video you're using a lot of symbol you know symbolism and visuals to create kind of a mood or a context and then you can put the narrative in there so that's Rigel kind of like mentioned it, you know, it used to be really corny. It used to be a lot of tech nerds who were really kind of insecure about their passion for Bitcoin to a certain extent, at least when it came to like how they interacted with the quote unquote normies. But so it was a lot of like self-deprecating, like corny humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bitcoin beach song, you know, remember of course. stuff like that. But now that hopefully now we're starting to get more serious, uh, serious artistic visuals that people are producing. And that, that sounds like that's what you're doing, so. Yeah, I mean, I think shit like, like say what Practical Encrypt is doing with like the physical. Oh yeah. Uh, like that's that's a little bit more like what I think that this, I mean, I think you can go like even, you know, levels are more elaborate than that. But that's the first thing we looked at and like, man, that, that's some like, there's some serious thought. That's where you know. Intention. Yeah, that's where you know this, that, this, right? that this, this idea is like creep past a couple layers of like the brain. It's really deep. It's like really got its tentacles in your mind, because like yeah, every anybody's attracted to like number go up. Everybody wants to get rich, but like when you start to see some of that, like really, really like fractal encrypt as a perfect is a perfect example. That kind of art, you know, that something has gotten. He had some some psychedelic trips in there that kind of wove some of that that idea deeper and deeper into his brain, and now it's it's never going to be. There's no way. There's no cure. Better for than a better than a fucking JPEG of a monkey, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Again, like the, the JPEG of the monkey is, is only capturing yeah, exactly. the, the number go up expectation, right? It's not it's going a, deeper. It's amazing. You can see in inside the art, the sort of ethos, if it's the true, you know, art of that thing, you know? Right. And, and that's it, right? Is, is like, you know, like it is self-expression, right? <clears throat> and um, I think like the way I would put this is like, if let's keep it on, um, on topic about the, the theme of the show here of like... Um, you know, what you do with a meme is like maybe hitting a whippet or something, right? You know, you get some <laughs> nitrous oxide and you get high for, you know, fucking five seconds or some shit like that. You know, whereas like what you're doing oceans is like a fucking LSD trip of memes, right? You know, it's like a, a long form meme where, you know, with a, like a, a, a JPEG on Twitter, you can like do a little kind of thing, but with what you're doing, you can like weave a whole story and narrative and like it's a much richer, deeper experience, right? A much more profound one. And I think that's, you know, kind of what we're, you know, the way that like artists have to approach this shit is like, you know, there's totally a meme war and, you know, we have to win it because if we don't win it, someone else will win it, right? So, you know, like it or not, you've got to get up, fucking, you know, pick up a gun and start fighting. Sorry to use the Jason, fucking what's his name, analogy uh -huh. there. But, um, but, uh, but, you know, like you've got to get involved and do your thing, right? And, and I think like if you've got the ability that you do, Oceans, right? You know, like that's, you know, that's some, some, some high grade weaponry, if you like, you know what I mean? I mean, this is like, to me, dude, this is why I got into coding is like when I went to building a Bitcoin in 2018 and I saw these like um, 
like Nicholas Dorio with BC Pay, right? You know, he was like, well, they BitPay pretty much fucked every Bitcoiner. And I thought, well, now I'm just going to make my own version of it, right? And I'm going to get sit there and create it. And it should be more like this. And shouldn't have this shit and it should be like that. Same thing with Wasabi, you know, like, he's like, well, you should have a Bitcoin wallet, which like, you know, makes your coins private, right? You know, and I was like, wow, you know, it's straight away, man, I could totally see this as like, someone picks up a guitar and they're like, they play a little different way or they like turn this up down or they, you know, just something, put on a distortion pedal. And it was like, fuck, I never knew you could do that with a guitar. Wow, that's awesome. I like that. You know what I mean? And it creates a whole subgenre of direction about what this thing means. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff that springs off it, right? And it creates influence, right? So imagine like if everyone was using a mixing wallet, you know, the reality of Bitcoin would be fundamentally different than it is today. You take the other extreme. Everyone like has all their coins on Coinbase, and it's all KYC to fucking ass. And- is, is that ever reality, or will that ever become a reality? With mixing, you're talking about where that every transaction is mixed transaction. Technically, it's totally possible. Um, it'd just be like, like, like for example, if you're using shit like Samurai prop- properly, right? You don't actually really have a UTXO set. Like your mm. coins are all constantly in a. They're always in a in a in a mix, right? if you want to send some coins you just like kind of like bring it out of the mix right otherwise it's like in this perpetual blob like blob moving through space which is always shifting itself up and if you want to send you just say well when this round ends send the transaction which is really no different than you know if you were sending in your wallet you first send so i mean that the reality of that like that is you know it's, it's a little harder to coordinate this it's maybe slightly more expensive when it comes to fees you know the infra behind that like off the top of my head, I wouldn't think know like what other complications there are with this man. There'll be some other ones where things get slightly more complicated when you're relying on, for example, a coordinator to, to remain this yeah. like mixing of the entire world's Bitcoin activity. But in theory, yes, that could be like all coins can be mixed and what a different world that would be than what it is now, right? You know? That's true. Um, go, what was your original question, Mike? Go back to that. The original question was, you know, do you think there will be a world where every Bitcoin transaction is mixed? And what will that mean? And I think Rigel gave a, a good thought. I think it's possible, but that, you know, coming back to like how we started this shit, it's like comes down to intention and will, right? You know, and this is to me, this is the real problem. Well, not the problem with Bitcoin, it's just, it is what it is, right? Where, in my opinion, it's like, it's a totally, it's an elitist technology, right? Like, you know, the, by simply virtue of the fact that like there's only 21 million, right? You know, not everyone can have a Bitcoin, right? So, you know, it's, 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 it's some people win and some people lose and that's the reality of it, right? And I think that's the beauty of it and that the world we live in today, there's a real lack of like this hard line in the sand, which allows right, you to organize exactly. around things, right? Which is the whole fundamental thing for sound money, right? You know? And we're, we're coming up to that where we're coming up to this. We kind of had a decade or plus of just abundance. People were calling it post-scarcity. Like that's like the most arrogant thing you can say, but now we're, there's no free lunches anymore, right? Like the, the, the money supply is tightening energies on short supply and people are, are coming back to having to, uh, to adjust, adjust and adapt. And it, it, they're experiencing hardship and scarcity. It's kind of reminding them, uh, you know, don't take, nature for granted don't take reality for granted so we're hitting that point and i think that uh, back to the point you're kind of talking about when you wanted to become a developer uh the way i kind of see the developers it, like for example if you're building on lightning to me you're you're like the 
building the roads to Rome. You're building the um, the railroad across the American West. I have the, the same West. exact thought. I have the same exactly, exact thought. Right? Like you're, it's the structure. You're building the infrastructure for the new marketplace, the new digital economy. It's coming on to off of, you know, it's, it's, it's it'll start like integrated with Web two or whatever you want to call that, but it'll it'll move more and more. The importance will move to the 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 Bitcoin network. So that's what I feel like. That's kind of one of the exciting things that people are talking about wanting to become a developer. Like that's what we're doing. When we say come help build Bitcoin, we, we, we literally mean that. You're like, you're building the skyscrapers in New York City and the, and the connection rails. So that's why I think people should come do that. And then there's there's still so much uh, opportunity yeah. and so much, so many uh, openings. There's you're so right. And up. it's so crazy. And again, like this is like when I first went to you know the, these conferences, this is what kind of blew my mind. It's like, you know, like I, I, you know what it's like to like, like in the middle world, right? I played with some pretty big bands like Korn and Megadeth and Slayer and like some of these, like, you know, they're pretty famous sort of people, right? Yeah. And I know, I know what Slayer? it's. Yeah, yeah, we supported Slayer. Oh, wow. And Head as well. That's bunch of, you know, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, now now you can like quit music, right? You've supported Slayer. I mean, like, what else is there to do, right? You know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, um, uh, you know, when, when you, you know, so I got, got a sense of like, you know, when, when you're, you're famous and you, you know, you, people know who you are and there's a little bit of thing around you and you're doing important stuff, like how things change, right? The way that you interact with people is different. If you're in that position, it's pretty hard to, you can't really have normal interactions anymore because like you've got so many people right. falling for attention. Even when someone gets something out of you, the dynamic like totally changes, yeah. you know, so it's, it's a very different sort of thing. So, you know, I see like how like, fame changes things, but to me, it was just so crazy to go to these conferences and meet some of these people like, you know, in a back and shit like that. Like this, <laughs> this guy is like, like fuck Slayer, fuck Metallica, fuck all these guys. Like right. this guy is some, some, pretty like important person in the history of the fucking world and yeah. you know their influence and their importance right now and they're just like chilling with you you know like I, yeah i mean like the first like, kind of real bitcoin conference i went to which is um a building of bitcoin you know i went to the bitcoin maximalist dinner and i was like trace mayor mvk and francis like around there like the first thing i was like holy shit like what the hell man this is you know insane um, so, wow. so just, just goes to show of like, um, that, that it is that open and like those people who are that influential, you, you can just go and talk to them, which, you know, like, imagine you want to go play in a middle band and you that Slayer, like, forget about it. You know, it's like so much more, there's so much more complexity and it's, there's so much more other shit in the way, but here you can just straight up, you know, at a, at an after thing, have a drink with someone like that. And, and, you know, if you are good and you have something valuable, valuable to offer, you know what I mean? Like that conversation right. could lead to something pretty significant, right? And it's just, just crazy, you know, when you, when you get that of, like you're saying, you, the, this is the, you know, not just the building Rose to Rome in the, in the world of like, everyone's got their little thing, like, like metal music, that's their little world that they live in. But this is like going to have ramifications for fucking centuries, dude. Maybe right. thousands, you know, of years. And, and, like, and you can be, just go and talk to someone and do this. It's like, wow. Exactly, like you said, right? Like, so I, when I first, I, I didn't go to school to learn to be a computer programmer I, I taught myself essentially using youtube and i kind of faked my you know fake it till you make it type of thing but i had imposter syndrome for years because of that i you know i was like i don't i don't know what i'm doing like i don't know the the fundamentals and the theory behind what i'm doing i'm just kind of building something I'm, I'm kind of like a journeyman who showed up and i'm building like a brick wall with no training so but like what rigel said at the beginning of the show he's like you know i 
thought it maybe you had to be a genius to be a developer. I went to this, you know, meetup or I went to these conferences and I just, I met some people and they're just normal people like me, just like kind of dorks for some like internet money like me. If they can do it, like I can, like you, you should know, like if anybody else can do it, you can do it. But like when you meet people and you talk to them and you kind of get to know them, you're like, wow, that, that guy wrote this software. Like he, 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 this guy wearing this gas mask and like basketball shorts at the conference. Like he's a core developer, like this weirdo. Uh, and you're like, Oh, I can do it too. And that's a little simplistic to being a core developer. Like Luke is, is pretty impressive, but you could definitely get a job at an e-commerce company. That's a great little bit. I see a little uh, cafe and sitting around the cafe is just, everyone's sort of talking about, Oh, like, Hey, that's the guy that wrote this software. Oh, Hey, that's the guy that wrote. Wow. Can you believe that? Wow. It's yeah. And then they all no, try to, the, yeah. It's the meme of like the the, the like the really cute like high school girls, right? And they're like one's with okay, the yeah. other girl's ear, and it's like that's yeah, you a gotta, dash. You and gotta like, make that and into it goes, and a it goes little, to the ghost mask, you, know? you have to make that yeah. into a skit. Yeah, right. The, the funny thing, right, though, is it's not those guys who will. I mean, maybe eventually, but it probably won't ever be those guys. It will be like fucking Dennis Penis Daughter. It's like <laughs> you know, fucking it'll be those sort of guys, right? Who are like. Oh my God, it's that guy, you know, that Bitcoin guy. Or, you know, like if you try and talk to that dude and say, hey man, explain how the mempool works. He's got a fucking idea, you know what I mean? But, you know, that, that's the way the shit works, right? And to me, that's so interesting. Again, you know, this is why I already, you know, I still haven't decided if I'm going to talk about this honey badge, but I think I like unpack this idea of like Go, what the stop, implications stop. of this are. Stop, stop, just say what honey badger is. You mentioned it a few times, just like, like explain what honey badger is. Uh, it's a conference. Yeah, this is crazy, man. It's like, I have to even explain this, right? You know, like <laughs> kind of before COVID hit, like this was the fucking the conference, dude, the, the, you know, the, the place. And still in my belief, the best, I went to two of the best ones I've ever been to. So it's a conference in Riga, Latvia, mm-hmm. uh, formerly the, the biggest European Bitcoin conference. And I guess this year yeah, will likely be the same thing again from, from the looks of things. Um, it's a fantastic conference and, and I'm speaking there, so, so that's why I'm referring back to it often with these things yeah so you make sure you go check them out if you're going to be there <laughs> hopefully yeah yeah I, 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 well and actually I would advise just go and like hang out with other bitcoiners and shoot the shit outside and ignore me and like if you really 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 want to go watch it on YouTube or whatever you know? <laughs> that's actually but, good advice yeah you can always see the speakers the best, later the best advice when you go to conference is exactly that you know yeah but uh but, but yeah, that's the shit I want to kind of unpack is, is like, you know, like when, when shit becomes a certain level, um, you know, like what, uh, it stops being about the core thing. It starts being about all the, the bullshit around it, right? And that's kind of what um, the majority of people, you know, just looking at the IQ curve and shit like that, this is what they're going to gravitate towards. <clears throat> and, um, and what the implications of that are, but, but also like how that, impacts on like um you know here's this like fucking money which you can anyone can like i was just saying go and fucking be like a shaping the future of the shit um that anyone can like just pretty much anyone in the whole fucking world if they want it they can go and buy it right but how many friends like you and i and fucking all of us got right where you go tell them about the shit and this dude's a smart guy and you know you think they would get it and you're like make the honest case and they just don't get it and like you know here you are years later you know like they still haven't come around to it. And it's like, unfortunately, there's just no hope for, for, for a bunch of people. Right. Right? You know what so, I mean? And so, so Calvin, it's interesting like, how you see, that, you see that dynamic of like, you know, hey, man, how about take a, not, not trying to like pump myself here or anything, but how about take a leaf out of the book that I did? And like, instead of like spending all this time on Twitter going like, 
put that time to like learn to code, apply yourself, right. and then you're like working at a Bitcoin company and like you know you're you're in a, exactly. But people are just caught in this perpetual loop of like and just drama and frivolity and shit, you know, which is no different to to everything else, you know. Which is interesting about how you know you think Bitcoin fixes this, and maybe it will, you know, when it comes to like at a long term with the money, but. For, the, for now, you know, we've got the same shit playing out in different clothing, right? When I say, when yeah, I think of Bitcoin. Just, some people just can't learn to code. Well, but I mean, not, but, but you could you not, take that and change that to any other, but, you know, you, it, it, it's, any well, put this skill. way, like if you code, code, it's easy to figure out how I apply this to Bitcoin, right? Making, making video, a bit more of a leap, right? You're totally, it's there, but, you know, there, there's a few more be. jots to join do, do between not knowing about when to film and learning to say, I want to film to get involved to Bitcoin, right? So I think you're totally right. But and there is honestly, a space for those people and they're potentially going to read more, but you know, that's why I would say code is just the most obvious connection, but you're totally right. A great, so, a, no, a great, no, a great example is of coding and, and video, right? It's like people think that coding is really difficult. No, anybody can code within a couple of maybe, maybe two or three hours on like a little tutorial, right? Anybody can record video. If I, if I, you give some amateur a record, uh, you know, an expensive camera and all the best equipment and all the best software to edit it, and you say, Hey man, make, make me a commercial. They've never done it before. They'll make you a commercial. <laughs> it would serve technically to be a commercial that some company could air, but nobody's going to do that. Right. Like you've got, there's a ton of, of repetitive effort and, and, and uh, iterations and, and, and little nuances that you've got to learn, but eventually you can create a really, really good piece of art in video form. Right. Like that's the code is really, really good. Code is also a work of art when it's done properly. Like the Bitcoin code is there's a lot of it's, I don't know really C++ that well, but I've heard people who have coded in C++ say that Satoshi wasn't necessarily the best uh, technical coder. But what he created, the software he created, is a work of art. It is. I mean, it's revolutionary. Even if it isn't technically, like some hipster coder wouldn't look at it and say, wow, that's just beautiful code. But something, you know what I mean? So it's like there's different levels of, of skill it's, here. It's so It's interesting that you can describe code as a work of art. It can be. It isn't, it isn't always. I mean, it's just like in everything you do, there is an artfulness, right? You know, the way you walk, the way you dress, the way you breathe, you know, there's an artfulness and there is expression to it, right? And to me, this is the most like beautiful thing about being human is a realization of this and learning to live your life as a, as a, as a work of art, right? You know, and everything that you do is not like necessarily for function, it's for form, right? And when you get into form and function, there's a lot of interplay about where they kind of roll over each other in this kind of yin-yang fashion as well, right? You know what I mean? So, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's artfulness to everything. Code is another one. But to me, I, what I found, when I, what, what got me interested in it is coming from a perspective of you know, having some artistic background and, and understanding that and being very much into the idea of this is like a way that you connect yeah, intimately, you connect with other people throughout, right? Of like you do something and, and people, the more, the more you put yourself into it, the more you, you like really, you know, put some, some belly into it, the more that people will, will connect you know, who, who see that thing and you already touched on that thing where if you've really drilled deep enough that you have, that hasn't been said or has gone unexpressed or whatever, you know what I mean? No matter what the medium is. Code is the same kind of thing, right? It's just an expression of yourself. Um, but to me, it was like cooler. It's like you're making like a, it's like you're making a machine, like a robot, right? Because that's really what code is. It's just automation, which does tasks for you on your behalf. You just set it off and it does some shit for you. You know, you don't have to 
do it, right? But you're creating like a robot that does things the way that you want it. You know, this is again, what come back to got me so into this with Bitcoin is like, an experience in 2017 where some guy came around, he wanted to buy some Bitcoin off me and I was using mycelium at the time. And I tried to mm. send it. And I think this is when there was like a massive amount of fees coming through or whatever, but I just couldn't get my balance on mycelium. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, man, what the hell? This is like decentralized money. And I can't like see, you know, like I can't get, mm -hmm. can't get send him the money because I can't connect to my thing. Right. And, you know, there's a realization of, you know, like, oh, well, it's decentralized, but there's many layers into like how, and control this decentralized thing you can be, right? How autonomous you actually are, right? And so to me, you know, I, I, what got me really interested in, another thing got me really interested in coding is that realization of like, if I can write my own software, then I can interact with Bitcoin. I can make this robot that uses Bitcoin exactly the way that I want to use it. I need to use someone else's robot, right? You know, I, I can do it exactly the way I want to. I want it to be exactly like this and exactly like that because like, what is life other than to express your soul, right? And so like, and everything I think you should be thinking about. Sometimes it's easy to get lost in the minutiae of life, right? But you know, you've got to come back to the thing of like, what am what's the point of existing if not to like leave some impression behind of like who I who I am on like this deep and unsensible level, right? And so so in all in all shit there's artfulness, software is one of them, but to me it's just great because you create this machine that's gonna then influence other people in a much more direct fashion than looking at a painting or listening to music, right? That emotionally influences you, you feel something, you know, it causes a change in people's body. But like writing, writing Bitcoin, right? Kind of look at fucking how that work of art changed the world, right? You know, so 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 yeah, that, that's how I see like the code art part of it, you know? like a force so, function, yeah, for sure. Right. And and Mike, to go back to like the theme of what you talk about constantly, like what what's really happening uh, on the blockchain, on the time chain, right? And Rigel kind of put it there. He's like, um, whenever you add to the Bitcoin network or whatever you put on the blockchain, right? Like that, you're leaving your legacy there and it's there forever you're 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 not living forever you're not but you're transcending time through you you're leaving your fingerprint on the uh on the longest chain so it stands to reason to hold on to that bitcoin hold on to it or you know hold on to it or you know you can look at the the transaction history and you can see how um or you can infer how somebody wanted to express themselves by the way they interacted with it it's, it's, it's a primitive kind of like form of expression, right? Because you can't mm -hmm. really say too much. I mean, you could say something like, you know, if you're looking at the history of, and this is something which sounds kind of silly, but may well be like the future of like, well, you can look in the blockchain and see the entire history of this historical figure's action, right? Where someone goes back exactly. to the analysis, figures yeah. out this guy's wallets, right? And, you know, it could like, what, did he use Big 32? Or did, was he like a shitty yeah. one legacy person? Or, you know, like what? So there's stuff like that that you can infer with it. But even beyond that, like when I did these articles for Bitcoin Magazine, and I wanted to quite figure out how I'm going to do this, like I'm going to do this, everything I ever write or any of the significant ones. But I like, I hashed the whole thing in SHA-256 and then I did an OP30, op, um, an OP return, um, transaction with the the hash with it i couldn't fit the whole thing so it's the start and the end of the hash and the title and sent that like as soon as i finished it okay check it hash a thing send it put it there, in a block yeah. and then it's like if someone ever says you know had this thing i was like making a joke about before someone like totally rips the shit off it's like look at the fucking blockchain motherfucker here's it is here's my article here's the hash i fucking wrote shit first <laughs> So it's like Twitter, but we 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 cool, right? You know, way more like exactly. way more Bitcoin hipster than. Oh, you right. just, and also, you, you can just also... illustrated the scarcity model of recording to the blockchain for me. Thank you. 
Yeah. And you so, also, it, yeah. It, 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 you go on, you go on, Dan. No, I was just, yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, you can take some, some outside information, stuff from off the chain, right? That has recorded um, somewhere else, right? And you can, by doing that, you can look at the price and you can say, all right, this, this is what this person's values were because during this stretch of time in 2017, right? They put what we could assume is like their life savings into this. That's what, because this is how much they valued it. And then, you know, maybe there's a year where there's really not much accumulation of Bitcoin. You're like, well, they didn't, whatever was going on in their life, they valued something else more. And you can start to like pick, you can start to, you can start to infer a lot of that from, you know, Hey, energy was scarce at this time, but the hash rate was this, this was how much energy was probably available and how valued at this rate. And you can kind of get like a history of, of energy availability based on how much the price was versus how, how high the hash rate was. Totally. People, and people already do this shit with like exchange wallets, right? right? Or where they exactly. can look at like the history of, you know, this time they, they consolidated this and they did that or whatever. And like, I think you are absolutely right. That it is not in any way un, unreasonable to believe that in the future people will do this. And here's the interesting thing is, right, if you're talking about like traditional financial system or CBDCs, well, only a fucking government can do this and they absolutely will be doing it to like, you know, build like a credit history of your social activity. Totally. Right. But with this, like everyone can do it and everyone can see it and everyone is on the same playing field, right? But but I think, yeah, totally people will write scripts. I mean, there already are plenty of shit to do, to do this. And it's, man, it's fucking, I don't know if you've ever written any like crawlers and stuff for like, mm. um, yeah. But man, when you do that, like I just pulled out a couple of random blocks and just stuff. And it's, it's, man, it's like, you know, when you do these people that go like deeper into the sea and like, man, there's some shit down there we, no one even knows is going on, yeah. right? You know, which is just yeah. happening around you every day. It's the same right. shit where like I put out like these, uh, you know, like a, a pay to um, pay to pub key transaction. It's not even hashed. Mm-hmm. It's just like mm-hmm. the long, like like Satoshi and health and Houston. Like a couple of those going around like 20, 2019. Like, what the fuck, man? Who, who's seen this on the main chain? you know hmm. and there's other wow. ones like it's some weird script and i put it in and like you know look on say blockchain uh sorry um blockstream.info and it just says like unknown <laughs> it's like there's yeah. no address and it just says unknown right you know but it's like man wow like there's some crazy stuff going on it, right and there's every day it's there for you to see but yeah it's just lost right there's the, like there's all this activity going on on the chain like there's there's nefarious activity going on the chain right you got like unknown entities just spraying dust everywhere trying to uh, latch get like a little latch on to somebody's uh, set so they, they can start tracking them, you know, and you, you got to try to avoid stuff like that. But how often, you know, how often does the average person look at their, their history to notice that they got dust attacked? Yeah. Very most, few people. Most people don't even know this shit, right? You know, you're talking right. about like, like I said, there's a uh, meetup group here, which is like, it's just like shitty crypto kind of meetup, you know, but big mm-hmm. lot of people and well-organized and, you know, like, um, and there's a lot of people who come through it, right? And so I've given a couple of talks about like privacy and stuff to these ones and they're just, mind's blowing. You know, these guys don't even consider a lot of the stuff or even think, you know, like right. that, that it goes on. And, and the more that you get into it, right, you know, the more you realize like it is fucking hard to practice good, um, chain hygiene right and the way you transact um and so even if you know what you're doing it's super easy to fuck it up and and super hard sometimes we're like man i want to send this amount of money but this utxo here and this one here i don't want to correlate these two together mm-hmm. like how do i do this in a way which is you know like you know it's it's hard work you know so so it's no, no surprise you know which is why i like saying like so many people are going to be it's going to be which an easy is, thing to look at again which is why like satoshi right like why he's such an artist he's, he's still anonymous 
you know, it's so easy. I mean, there wasn't that much sophistication to track you back then, but uh, it's so hard to stay anonymous. You know, Ross couldn't stay. He got a little arrogant, but he couldn't stay anonymous. He got caught. Most people get caught. When somebody doesn't get caught, nobody knows their identity to this day when there's so much incentive to find out. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, Again, pretty, it goes back, it know, goes back that, to religion. That, parallel. That's like, that's like the begin beginnings of Jesus. Yeah. Immaculate conception totally, stuff, type totally. stuff. Right. Like, yeah. And it's a beauty of Bitcoin, right. As well as like, it's not just great technology, but there is like a mythology and a, and mm-hmm. a thing behind it. Right. You know, which is like, you know, I'm not like a humongous, like Jordan Peterson uh, fan, but yeah, I watched yeah. a little bit of his talk at, um, the, the Bitcoin conference. And I was, you know, one thing I did actually come away with slightly more respect to that guy and this thing in Bitcoin, we drew some analogies because he's good at this shit about like um, mm-hmm. looking at, at things like um, uh, like they do in books like Iron John or, you know, to a lesser degree and stuff like the Golden Bow and shit like this where they like link, you know, human behaviors or, or mythology to like um, social practices and things like this, right? You mm-hmm. know, like kind of memes and, and their... their Right. Um, links to like ancient ideas right and he, he had this one where he talked about you know there's a lot of um, analogies between that like the uh, the tower of babel yes. theme in bitcoin right and i was like man that's a that is a pretty pretty sharp insight and i think there's a lot of ones like that where, where you know not only does bitcoin have this with shit like satoshi but also like the more that people like us get so obsessed with this thing and spend all their time thinking about it and turn to nerds about it the more they will like dig these things out and create these connections, which maybe were slightly, <laughs> slightly on the edge before, but you know, like it's, it's somewhat of a collective thing where enough people believe it, it becomes true. Right. You know? And so, you know, totally. I think there is um, a ton of other stuff where people, you know, that's what I talked about in that article, right. It's like people imprint themselves, like, you know, Bitcoin is like a Rorschach test where people project themselves onto Bitcoin and what exactly how you use it, how you see it, how, you know, what it means to you is more a reflection of you than it is of Bitcoin. Right. That's more like, how exactly. you know how you you know how you who you are expressing yourself through this medium the way that you use it right yeah. right and so that's why when i when i say the hyper bitcoinization starts with you whatever that corny saying uh when people say bitcoin fixes this no bitcoin doesn't fix society bitcoin has the ability or the power to fix your habits, your behaviors, your incentives, right? Like if it's an individual, it's an it's an individual journey. Bitcoin doesn't fix quit trying to project your problems on the world and say, Bitcoin's going to fix that. Bitcoin's going to fix you first. And then it doesn't matter what everybody else does because your reaction to it, your uh, mitigation of the issue, right? Like you, you're set, you're good to go. You'll be able to handle it. So it does fix it for you. Uh, so that's how I usually like and it. And it fixes you in time. So exactly, exactly. And, and if you really want to get uh religious about it i think like the other thing you can learn is like you don't like you've just got to learn to like and this is like you know this is being recorded in the middle of the like the lunar fucking fiasco is a great reminder of it it's like you've got to surrender yourself to it right to it to its mystery it's like a force of nature man it's like this fucking hurricane you can't fight the shit you can't control it you can't be arrogant enough to think you're gonna like hatch a sail on it and you know it's gonna fucking plan for it to moon so you can buy something at a specific time 
yeah or like if 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 you're a, if you're a surfer or you know do anything surfer. to do with like the, you know, the 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 force of nature you, you learn you can't control this you've got to go with it right you got to flow with it you've got to surrender right. to it and that's totally what what bitcoin does right of, of like you know so many people you know like roger Ver is a great example i i, I don't know but i wouldn't be surprised if sailor ends up in this fucking category eventually right. yeah, too right. like they exactly. think they're think they're a little bit smarter than everyone else right and that they you know they they control the shit or they got this much influence and they they always get humbled because it's just like yep. it's like water right you just can't grasp it you can't hold it it just slips through your fingers right and and as a amazing way of humbling people and it's just another reason why i think it's 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 such a fascinating it has that like mythological shit right because it has yeah. that property of just mystery and smoke right where you can't like grab mm-hmm. grab it it just escapes you you know i think it's it has to do with, because you have like you were describing you have such a personal connection with it like it, it shows you who you are you know exactly it reveals you to yourself or it has the ability to reveal you to yourself what do you do you have the discipline to uh to not panic when the price drops like you learn about like how your ability to handle volatility not just in the market like back to what you were saying at the beginning right mike where it's like do you feel that drop when you see the chart well the volatility in life is really similar to the volatility on those charts and if you can't if you can't go without looking at a fucking screen and panicking what are you going to do when you get somebody's you know got you in a full nelson or they got they got you in a chokehold are you going to panic you're probably going to panic totally Totally. Can I talk about the, that that image that I you referred to? Absolutely. Uh, the which image? Sorry, we were when. It's <laughs> gonna be one of those. I would love to hear oh, the, 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 chart, the, price, the Luna chart. The Luna chart. Look, this is what's going on right now. The Luna chart, right? That's the big yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. So I looked at that thing and I thought about what it felt like to if that was a roller coaster. Like if you were riding on that roller coaster, you're like, and then you're like, (laughs) and you're just falling, falling, falling. And how, what would that would actually look like and feel like? And I was trying to describe which roller coaster in the world, if there is one, feels like that. And I wanted to get some photos. And that's what I'm I, talking about. I would think it's like jumping off a building. Jumping off a building. That, yeah. So you. there's a, Thank there's you. a, there's a huge, huge uh, uh, amusement park about an hour <clears throat> and a half from where I grew up. It's called Cedar point and it's called America's roller coast. And this place is just full of like 400, 500, 300 foot uh, roller coasters. And they'll, 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 they'll implode a roller coaster after a couple decades and they'll build a new one in its spot that it's like very efficient. It's kind of like Disney world. So I've ridden on a lot of roller coasters. That's what it's exactly what it feels like. Right. It's just like all this, like really scary anticipation on the way up. And then this just gut wrenching drop on the way down. But it's just like when you're watching your, uh, your shit coin go up, right. You're like, Oh, am I going to get out in time? Or is this going to keep going? Like, what am I going to do? All you're thinking about is the crash. It's amazing to me that it's, it's amazing to me that you can reflect that feeling in that image. You know what I mean? You're you're projecting. I mean, all, you, no, you're projecting on that image. You're not reflecting it. Ah, so you're, no, chart, yeah. charts charts are an both. attempt to like to to um, visually represent human behavior, right? Because that's go, all exactly. it is, right? It's like you know, right. like a like a, a market is just the interaction of market actors, right? So it's a, a social organism, and the chart is like the crude way that we represent that. Yeah, this is the idea behind like fractals, right? Where well, Bitcoin did this shape before, and so it's going to do this shape again, right? Is like this is reflective Cycles of human, human behavior in relation yeah. to certain mo- right. movements and history repeats itself. You know, time is a flat circle. Human behavior doesn't fundamentally Head and shoulders change. pattern. 
you know, you got a head and shoulders. Yeah, exactly. It means it's going down. Exactly. Exactly. So, so it's, it's, it's like, you know, like, I mean, I'm assuming both you gentlemen have done LSD, right? You know, when you do that and your whole, the first time you ever do it, no, dude, no way, man, you must. No, I, I have. The first time you do it, you, you just realize it all your damn. senses. I have to do it with mushrooms, mushrooms is close enough, but LSD is yeah, it's pretty much the same thing, I, I think. Yeah, know? right. But yeah, you, like you realize like all your senses are, are like an illusion and like what you perceive isn't even the same thing. Like I remember like, I did this trip once and I went walking in the forest and I came to a clearing and I'm like, holy shit, this is like a scab in the forest, right? And 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 you realize that's why there's like kind of fucking stoned insights, right? But yeah. it, what that makes you realize is like it's not actually these things are the same. It's that our senses are so simple and that we see these connections that right. really aren't really even there, you know what I mean? But because of the limitations of our senses, we see these two things look the same because we've got such a small spectrum of viewing through, right? I mean, that, that's the whole idea of art, right? Is that you, you express a connection between something. Like, wow, I didn't see that before, right? That's the, you know, the value of drugs, right? Is it expands your consciousness because it lets you see connections beyond, you know, what your, 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 your primitive mind right. can do. It lets you open the window a little bit more, right? And so, so I think that's, you know, that's the, 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 the kind of what, come back to like, how do we go with this, like talking about charts and jumping a building shit. <laughs> this is this is like what a chart is right it's like a way of trying to trying to express the connections in a way that people will see between like this nebulous thing about markets happening and something that you can see and visualize and relate to and if you can see a pattern yeah. that's what like human beings operate on is pattern recognition it's like then you mm -hmm. can take some action based on it so everybody's getting on the same wavelength uh, how are you guys doing <laughs> i'm good i've got a uh I've got should, we, should we wrap it up? I think yeah. we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, um, well, Rigel, let, let Rigel like yeah, pitch please. anything. He's gonna pitch. Talk about Honey Badger. Talk about where any where you can re find him, etc. I'm gonna do this pitch shit now. Okay, never mind. So if you have enjoyed my inspiring speeches on Bitcoin, you can find me on Twitter at CoinShawNZ. <laughs> I will also be appearing at the Belted County Badger Conference, September second and third, Riga, Latvia. Lastly, I've left some deep and inspiring messages for you all that you can find on Bitcoin Magazine or searching for my medium under CoinShoreNZ. Thank you, gentlemen. Light the bomb and have a good night. Uh, all right. Thank you, dude. Thank you, Rajul, for taking us up. That was good. Thanks again for listening to the High Hash Rate podcast. You can find us at, at High Hash Rate on Twitter. And we'll see you in the next one. Yeah.